After further review, as this is one of Frank's favorite songs. Do not listen to him. He is selling you snake oil. We don't sell snake oil, but we provide an entertaining and thought-provoking sports show on 88.3 WXUT. Saturdays from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And sometimes we provide a life lesson. Ain't that right, Frank? Life lesson, my ass. Don't be a hater. And tune in to AFR Saturday mornings, 11 to 1 on WXUT. segment with them who's gone for the last couple of weeks but don't worry we got them back here on 83 WSUT's after further review and now we talk a little bit about kids transferring possibly when they lose their starting spot or just don't get playing time David you want to elaborate yeah so kind of the big story this week and this past week is Kelly Bryant quarterback for Clemson transferring because he's Devil Swinney announced that the freshman coming in, Trevor Lawrence, would be the starting quarterback. And I understand the idea of, you know, usually with transfer situations, it's either because of a promise or, or kind of the situation changing in terms of the environment, either a new coach or a new system, and you're really not compatible with it. Or kind of usually we see a lot of freshman transferring because either they're so far down the depth chart they want playing time, or sometimes the coach will tell you, hey, I know a really good spot for you where you can get playing time, where you can, like, I know a guy. And so they kind of set it up to where this helps, you know, the kid be able to get into a better situation. But the reason I'm kind of still on the fence and kind of questioning why Kelly Bryant left Clemson is it's not because he played bad. It's not because he's played poorly. It's, I think the coaching staff saw that the higher upside for Lawrence was better than the upside for Kelly uh, for Brian. And yes, Brian had to you know wait his turn. He sat behind Deshaun Watson, kind of made it, just you know, earned his stripes, did his two. And this Clemson team has ended their season playing Alabama, which. I mean, when you're playing Alabama in January, it means that you're a pretty good team. And for me, I think the kind of the thing that really sticks with me is in those kind of games when you know we're getting close to needing to win the conference or we get into the college football playoff, like I would much rather have, if you're going to have a freshman quarterback, a veteran who's been there before, either there to you know, pick up the slack or kind of get a team jump-started or someone who can just be in the meeting room and in the locker room on the sideline in the freshman year if you're going to stick with Trevor Lawrence, say like, hey, here's how we here's here's what you need to do. Here's what I've here's what I'm seeing, here's what I'm looking. To be another set of eyes, another kind of coach in a sense. And also because sometimes freshmen struggle. Like I don't expect Trevor Lawrence to keep putting up all these big numbers. Yes, you know, people are saying believe the hype, believe the hype. 
But sometimes freshmen do struggle. And having a veteran who can come in and pick up the slack, even for a game or two. And it's just, like, I don't know whether Trevor Lawrence leaving to, you know, find a better situation for him and kind of his career. Like, the only situation that I can think that is better is in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. And they already have a quarterback that's decided to stay there after everyone thought he should transfer. Well, Kelly Bryant, I mean, he... I mean, he thought it was a slap in the face, and I, I think he probably thought that the coaches had his back. And it is kind of odd that he was sixteen and two in the last eighteen games that he had, and it wasn't like he played bad. I think he it would have been more acceptable if he would have played poorly. Now, some people say that with Trevor Lawrence, Clemson can open up the playbook a little bit more because he does have that deep threat. Kelly, you know, Kelly Bryant's arm isn't what Lawrence's arm is and it opens up the running game now for Clemson because I mean think about it Kelly Bryant you're going to spy on him anyway so you're going to have the guys in the box and he's not really a deep ball threat so that's why supposedly they they went with the change was that they could open up the playbook a little bit more and not to mention Clemson has some really explosive receivers as well that could be NFL draft picks of first or second rounders and with that being said, I mean, Bryant's a winner and everything like that. And in most situations, uh, you know, sometimes they would tell Lawrence, you know, wait your turn. I don't know why they couldn't use both. I mean, in certain situations, it, I mean, think about it. You got two great, talented quarterbacks there. You, you, you're going to have to prepare a lot for Kelly Bryant. But then if Trevor Lawrence comes in, he brings a whole total dynamic to the ball game and he could shake things up. Now you go with this Trevor Lawrence dude, and now you even got a backup. You just got him. So you better hope that he doesn't get injured or he doesn't get dinged up to the point where, you know, sometimes his release can get a little bit slower. And that does happen, especially toward the more towards the end of the season. Um, but like I said, this was kind of a head-scratcher too. You know, the dude's doing well. It's not like he's playing horrible. And the next thing you know, oh, he's demoted. Or, you know, okay, he's down to the second string. And everyone's like, well, yeah, the other guy's really good, too. Well, yeah, I hope the other guy's good, too, because he was a highly ranked uh, college or high school football player. But at the same time, though, you got to look at the future of your program. If Kelly Bryant's a sufficient fit, let him ride out the whole year, and then you can get two more years, you know, out of Lawrence. And we know Lawrence can play. He just had to wait his turn. Yeah, and I, and I think it goes back, and I know we could probably get on a you know, high school recruiter and, and kind of talk about it and explain the particulars and next person knows about it. But it's kind of those recruiting promises, like, hey, we're going to make sure that your kid starts, especially if they're a five-star recruit. You want to kind of do everything and say everything to get this kid to come to your school. It's like, hey, if you promise them playing time, it's like – if Trevor Lawrence is that good, he will still be that good middle of the season, towards the end of the season. And, again, I compare it to the situation in Alabama. Like, we, no one knew what Tua was until he put, was put in that second half of that national championship game. And now, all of a sudden, you have to worry about Jalen Hurts, who is kind of a consistent, reliable, you know what he is, similar to Kelly Bryant. And then the X Factor of Tua, who is now kind of this quote-unquote starter moving forward for Alabama. Like, why not 
if you're down to 20, why don't you employ that method? Like, you have this X-Factor, you have this gun speaker waiting in the ring, and yes, we there are instances in which kind of quarterbacks kind of get a little hurt that they're not playing or they think that they should be playing and they don't want to wait their turn. They don't want to be patient, so they transfer right away. And maybe Trevor Lawrence is that, was that kind of guy. We will never know because now Kelly Bryant is transferred. But, yeah, I would rather have two quarterbacks. I would rather have a savvy veteran and waiting in the wings just in case kind of the young, kind of fiery upstart freshman struggles. Why not, just, why, why not just have Kelly Bryant start? And if things go wrong, bring in the freshman. If the freshman does well, right. then you keep him in there, and then you still have the Wiley veteran. I mean, it really, Dabble Sweeney just pretty much dropped the ball on this because now all you have is Lawrence. That's it. If you, you better hope the guy he doesn't get hurt because if he gets hurt, your national championships are down the, the, the drain. But this is what Bryant told the, the, the newspaper about meeting with Sweeney. I was like, I'm not discrediting Trevor. He's doing everything asked of him. But on my side of it, I feel like I haven't done anything to not to be the starter. I've been here. I've waited my turn. I've done everything y'all have asked me to do, plus more. I've never been in distraction. I've never been in trouble with anything. To me, it was kind of a slap in the face. Yeah, and I can understand where Brian's coming from because, again, he did wait his turn behind Deshaun Watson. He did kind of when he was named the starter. He did beat out kind of everyone, and there were a, lot, a couple of questions kind of with uh, Blake and I was last name, but Hunter, who was a highly touted freshman who didn't like that he was kind of sitting, and then he transferred out. But yeah, he earned all the trust. Again, I still don't know why this early or even this far of the season, why you're switching and playing a freshman. It's not as though, like you said, Bryant was playing poorly. Yes, people look at statistically and saying that the offense was a little bit more lively with Lawrence, but again, that's because no one knows this Trevor Lawrence guy. Like, they don't have a playbook. They don't have a read on this guy. And so, yes, he can go out. Yes, he has the skill set. He has all the tools. But I would still want to have Kelly Bryant as my star quarterback until he gets hurt or until he plays poorly or until, you know, you play Little Sisters of the Poor, and then you can bring out Lawrence and let him get some game time. It just it doesn't make sense for me if I'm looking to win a national championship, if I'm looking to get back to a place where for the fourth year in a row I can play Alabama in January, why you would cause so much kind of turmoil within your own locker room. That's really 100% avoidable if you just – Say, hey, Kelly Bryant's our guy, Trevor Lawrence. Yes, you're the highly touted freshman, but like any other college program, wait your turn. But in this age where kind of college football players, and especially kind of five star fresh, freshman players, kind of they get this, I don't want to say entitlement, but they feel as though if coaches don't cater to like, exactly what they said on the recruiting trail. They're just going to, you know, pick up their ball and go home or go somewhere else and transfer. It's kind of like, are you, are you giving up the win now mentality? And again, we don't know with Clemson, 
kind of what the season will look like, but are you sacrificing the potential of a sure thing for an unknown future with kind of a long-term knowing that you'll probably play well, you know, this season and next season? Because I don't think Trevor Lawrence is a potato Look at this, though. I, now, this is what Sweeney had to say. He won the job, and he was a starter for us last year and did a great job. He came out of camp slightly ahead. And so he continued to start these first four games. But I definitely feel he's been given a fair shot. But at the end of the day, this is not middle school. There's tough decisions that have to be made at this level, and you got to do what's best for the team. Now, he's saying that what's best for the team, Kelly Bryant could have been best for starting for the team. But you, what are your thoughts on that saying from Dabo? I mean... The guy that you said was best for the team, like, remind me if I'm kind of, and I may be a little fuzzy. Like, Clemson, just for the last three years, has been pretty good, right? And Kelly Bryant's been a quarterback for two of those years. And Kelly Bryant has lost two games as a starter. And both of those were against Alabama. If, I, if I'm if I'm reading this correctly, if I'm hearing this correctly, like what's best for the team is winning. What what the boosters want to see is winning. What the boosters want, what recruits want to see is winning and consistency. Like if I'm and I understand with the recruiting and college football, if you're a five star recruit, you know more likely coaches are going to say, hey, you have, we want to give you every opportunity and every chance to play right away. But if someone is ahead of me that's doing his job and consistently winning and consistently putting in work, then again, I'm going to wait my turn. I understand when he's saying, you know, what's best for the team, what's best for the team. What's best for the team is winning football games. And Kelly Bryan was winning football games. I don't see why rocking the boat and bringing in a freshman quarterback is going to be what's quote unquote best for the team. Like, and I understand coaches do that coach speak and, you know, winning jobs slightly ahead. You know, like, what does slightly ahead mean? <laughs> like, and I'd, I'd love to just be like, can, can you explain what you mean by slightly ahead coming out of camp? Because usually in camp, it's either a really close battle. Or kind of we you have your incumbent and then you slowly work in your other freshman kind of second team third team unit in those non conference games or those games that you just you know or the money grabs for smaller schools like I don't understand Swinney's logic when he says what's best for the team because I'm pretty sure the team was quite happy with Kelly Bryant as a starting quarterback. David, you there? Yep. Okay, yeah. Like I said, I, I really think that, to be honest with you, doing the recap here as we finish it up, uh, he should have let Bryant play. Um, that's just me. I understand making tough decisions, but he was playing well. I, I think you, you pull a guy if he wasn't, if you know, if he was throwing a bunch of interceptions or they were losing, people can accept that. But, you know, it kind of was that old bait line, the bait and switch. Well, yeah, well, you're going to start at these games and you're going to do all this and that. And then it was like they found someone better and they just replaced him. And I don't I don't blame Kelly Bryant for being mad because, like I said, 
he didn't play out of the position. Now, if he was throwing a whole bunch of interceptions and they were they maybe started 0-3, then yeah, go for the change. But in this situation, what is a freshman quarterback going to do for you? I mean, when it gets to the crunch time, you're probably going to want more Kelly Bryant in there because of the experience or even the fact that maybe you can still get the two guys in there. I mean, let's face it, one, you're in the ACC. You know, they're, they're, that's a one bad conference. So you're going to be facing a lot of teams maybe twice. And, you know, you, you got to set stuff up with that, you know, just to get the, you know, the season going right. Yeah. In October 27th, when, and I know they're thinking shaky situation, but I would rather have Kelly Bryant on the sidelines in Doe Campbell Stadium against Florida State than a f- two freshmen in T- Trevor Lawrence. Like, that's just me, because I understand, you know, two freshmen are, you know, you never know on predictability, but in a hostile environment like Tallahassee, and I'm going to, I'm like 90% sure that they'll probably play that one under the light. Like, I want a veteran in that environment. Yeah, well, like I said, I don't think he got a, he got, he feels that he didn't really get a fair shot. And like I said, 16-2 and two as a starter, and you got to the national playoff game last season, you lost to Alabama, the eventual champ. I don't know. I don't see that as, you know, eventual benching. Not to mention, Lawrence Taylor is a, a freshman. You got plenty of time to get him in the ball games. So, like I said, once again, I'm I'm, I'm kind of uh, a little perplexed by this decision by Davos, Davos Sweeney. And it could, could almost come back to, to haunt him. Rumor is that Kelly Bryant might be going to NC State, by the way. So, he might want to try to either transfer within the ACC or go to NC State just to get his revenge on Clemson. We got uh, brewing up on um, basically Saturday night. Uh, 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 David, uh, what's going on with you? Are you going to be watching football? And Ohio State and Penn State play each other. Oh, yeah, college game day. and They call it. It's going to be a whiteout. Of course I'm going to be watching Ohio State lose to Penn State and then college football. And then next week, talk a little bit about the association because – the media day from this week, whew. I wanted to touch a little bit on it this week, but, yeah, I think, I think we got to talk to some NBA next week. Right, and not so. to mention, David, you know, let's see what Penn State can do at home with the, the whiteout. And I, I really think this is a game for a national playoff spot. If whoever loses this one might knock the other guy out or it be hard for them to actually move on up. Oh, yeah, whoever wins this game is going to win the Big Ten. I'm going to call it now. Oh well, I don't. I, that seems a little easy, David. Uh, I mean, are any of them scared of Wisconsin? <laughs> Everyone, that is true. Any, but anything can happen any <laughs> given Saturday. What are you gonna do before the Penn State Ohio State game? Well, I'm gonna watch some other. There's some pretty good, enticing college football games. Most notably, Syracuse and. Clemson. Well, the big one is Stanford, 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 and Notre Dame. That's another one that could be a you know this is your national championship. You got to win this game to punch your ticket, or at least still stay alive in the national championship hunt. Yeah, and then of course you got to see Louisiana versus Alabama mm-hmm. just to see, just to see. Yeah, that is true. Well, David, have a good weekend, man. All right, you too. See you next week. Yep. That was David the Man of Harris. David the Man of God Harris here on the phone line, always giving us the juicy stuff with football and his his opinions. 
Uh, also, thanks to Frank for being on, on here earlier with his uh, um, power play. Just letting you know the next couple of weekends I'll be out of town for a Ohio Coaches Clinic. So we'll have more tape shows. And hopefully when I come back, we'll be back in a nice new live studio. That'll do it for us here today on 88.3 WSUT's After Further Review. Make sure you check us out on SoundCloud and iTunes for our podcast. For David and Frank, I'm Derek Lawson. See you guys next week, same time, same place at 11 to 1. Peace. We're out at Further Review.